you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know about you, but I'm getting excited about the iPhone 13 coming out. People have been asking about this um, quite a bit. I think people are kind of getting bored out with 12 now. I've had my iPhone 12 Plus. You know, Mark, I have to tell you, one of my most popular unboxing videos was my iPhone 12 Max. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome once again to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. It is great to be here on another wonderful, um, fabulous Friday. And Marcus, it is the last Friday of the month. It's great to have you here, by the way. Yeah, we, we made it to the end of the month. Very great to be here, John. And uh, thank you so much for uh, another great month. It has been another great month. We have another uh, great quarter coming up, and we have a lot of great things in store, including some amazing guests uh, before the end of the year. But before we get into our show, uh, I want to thank um, our sponsor tonight, Everyone Wins Foundation. Uh, and you can learn more about them at E-V-E-R-Y, the number one, W-I-N-S dot org. We'll learn more about that great organization a little bit in down in the program. Uh, but again, we thank you for your support and your sponsorship tonight. Now, um, you know, when we talk about people doing the right thing, you know, I always talk about doing the right thing. People do the wrong thing. And a lot of times, Marcus, it really doesn't have a lot of consequences, right? Right. It's like a slap on the wrist, right? It's a slap on the wrist. <laughs> <laughs> or taking a rubber band, you know, and snapping it to you, right? Yeah. Uh, but I got to tell you, when you play around with the wrong people, especially the Federal Trade Commission, well, you're going to get more than a slap. <laughs> and that's oh. exactly what happened when um, LifeLock played around with the FTC. Uh, this was back uh, around oh, the allegations were starting uh, that the identity theft protection provider violated a 2010 commission data security order. In 2015, the Federal Trade Commission found LifeLock to be in contempt of the 2010 agreement charging that they, and I quote, failed, quote unquote, to establish and maintain a comprehensive information security program and falsely advertised that it protected consumers' sensitive data. In case you're wondering about the money of this company, in 2015, their net income was $51 million. Uh, the total assets were $592.81 million, and their operating income was $84.75 million. So they got a slap. Um, $31 million, uh, the FTC is forcing them to return back to customers. As I was mentioning, I just got a refund um, just the other day. And so if you are a LifeLock customer or were in uh, 2010, around that period, you should be getting some kind of money back. If you don't get something back in the next 30 days, I would go online and just look for uh, LifeLock space FTC uh, settlement, and you'll find out how you can get your money back. They're supposed to give you the money back without you contacting them, but they say a few, uh, you know, stumble through the cracks. So the thing that I want to say about uh, this company, a lot of other companies, you know, they have these call centers, Marcus, and, you know, we all deal with this. And the challenge with these call centers is their center is based on people. And I don't have anything about against people don't speak English, but they don't even understand English. So it's like they try. And then when they say things, Marcus, like, well, we're going to help you with that one. Or we're going to be helping you with this one. Which one? That one. I just want to take my head and just bang it against the table. I swear. <laughs> but don't feel uh, too sorry for this company. Because like I said, 
In 2015, 84.75 million. And all of that's about to be just taken away, you know, uh, about a good 31 million of it. <laughs> so but they still have a lot left. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is this now, I, this is really interesting is, um, a lot of these companies, uh, and I believe if, if I'm if I'm correct, um, they had LifeLock, and then they have another company called Norton LifeLock. I'm not yeah. sure if they're the same company or not, but you know Norton has a few bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, if it's the same company, in 2019, its revenue in the fiscal year for 2021 stood at 2.55 billion U.S. dollars. Oh wow, you know, um, so we 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 can only hope that it's not the same company because you know it's it's just like you know taking your data and um, you know putting it on somebody's sales spreadsheet. Yeah, so it, it's it's definitely a problem, and I think more people don't understand what's going on with this, and they don't realize that it's not about you know trying to find the cheapest company to to deal with it, and and I don't know, I think people. You know, they get a free subscription or something like that. And then for whatever reason, suddenly they're, I don't know. And uh, guess what? Guess what they are? They were purchased by Norton. If you go to mm-hmm. lifelock.com, it says Lifelock by Norton. Okay. So they just changed their name a little bit after they, 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 they ran Well, this happened in mud. 2017. So Symantec, which is the parent company of Norton, at the time, uh, they completed the acquisition of the LifeLock company uh, a couple of years. And in 2019, Symantec went apart from Norton to join Broadcom. At that time, Norton and LifeLock became one company, Norton LifeLock Inc., a totally new company. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because, you know, it's almost like they knew this was going to happen. So the problems happened in 2010. And I think that's why the company was probably sold because somebody wanted to get out. And it would make lots of sense when you're being investigated by the feds. You know, they, I'm pretty sure they got a couple of interviews and, and before the final indictment came, you know, they said, well, let's, let's get out of here before, you know, they come through here. The thing is this, um, you know, Marcus, you can have all these different services and there's lots of them from LifeLock to a plethora of other ones. Even some of the, you know, people that do the um, let's say, you know, your uh, annual reports for your credit scores, the three that we know, they all offer services as well. Yes. And the question is, is LifeLock a scam? And the fact of the matter is, no, it's not a scam. However, I have to tell you. Maybe they're changing their ways. I was never impressed personally with the way they handled my data. And when they took half hour or an hour to just reset something or help me because suddenly another member of my family um, went to the drugstore in a different state and they put in a change of address for me. Because the pharmacist clicked on the wrong address and it sent uh, a flag up and they suddenly thought I moved. Mm. So, you know, it, it's a problem. And I think more and more people are going to understand the fact, because uh, I could go on this all day and I won't. But two important things I want to say about this. One, you should have some type of company that is monitoring your services. Some of your financial institutions will offer it. They'll third party it, what have you. They're all pretty reputable. And they all basically do the same thing. The other thing I want to encourage you to do is to get a good quality shredder. That is so vital. Because most of your data, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just being stolen online, even though a lot of it is. There's still that 10 or 20% that can be stolen right out of your trash can while you're sleeping. Exactly. So, uh, again, I don't feel bad for them. And I just feel that this was something they knew was coming, Marcus. They knew this was coming. Yeah, it's just a matter of when it was going to start collecting off of it. 
And they originally alleged that the claim was from 2012 to 2014, but they kept, that's when they, they violated the order. And, uh, you know, by falsely claiming that it provide 24 seven, 365 alerts as soon as when it received the indication a consumer's identity was being used, they really were not keeping up as quickly as they advertised. And under the terms of the FTC's Federal Trade Commission's 2015 settlement with the company, LifeLock agreed to pay, sit down for this, Marcus, 100, not dollars, 100 million to 68 million, of which was set aside to provide refunds to consumers who are part of the class action lawsuit from the allegations. Wow. The class action settlement paid more than 67 million to class action consumers. The FTC is using the remaining money to provide refunds to consumers who were LifeLock members between 2012 and 2014, but did not receive a payment from the class action settlement. So that's probably what happened to me is that I probably was part of that second part because I didn't actually file as part of the settlement. So right. uh, because I was a consumer in that period of time, that's why they, they gave me a refund of some amount of money. It was not a lot. It was maybe a fraction of my service. I think it was like under 50 bucks, but it was something and I didn't have to do anything for it. So the FTC now has been mailing more than 1 million checks, averaging 20, about $29. You heard that right, right? Yeah. They're mailing more than 1 million checks, averaging $29. But when you think about that, Marcus, you know, 1 million, 29 million. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it depends And to recipients need to deposit that cash check that's written out to them within 60 days, or they could forfeit the money. Now, the FTC never requires people to pay money to provide account information to cash a refund check. If you ever get something like that, know it's a scam, okay? Mm -hmm. um, also, if you have any questions about the LifeLock uh, situation, and maybe the FTC, I have an 800 number I'm going to provide you with, and that's the Federal Trade Commission. You can call them at 1-866-898-5106. That's 866-898-5106. Uh, of course, you can reach out to, uh, you know, the FTC.gov for more information. And there's actually a refund administrator. Again, that number, 1-866-898-5106. And... Um, LifeLock to pay 100 million to consumers to settle the FTC charges it violated in the 2010 order. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's just uh, a big mistake. We've all heard what happens, Marcus, if you don't if you don't uh, file, you know, your taxes or if you don't pay payroll taxes on time or your sales tax. That's what happens. They do more than slap your wrist. They oh, charge yeah. you with a penalty, but not as bad as 20 or 65 million. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's usually all. a couple hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars, but it's a percentage usually. Yeah, so uh, we're just going to have to keep an eye on what's going on. But I want people to be aware. Our whole thing about our show is not just education, Marcus, but it's awareness. Because I think if people were aware of certain things, then they wouldn't do them next time or they'd be more uh, conscientious of it. At least wary at the moment. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know about you, but I'm getting excited about the iPhone 13 coming out. People are, have been asking about this um, quite a bit. I think people are kind of getting bored out with the 12 now. 
I've had my iPhone 12 Plus. You know, Marcus, I have to tell you, one of my most popular unboxing videos was my iPhone 12 Max. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good video, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. So we are um, we are we're making a few changes. So if you've been watching the reviews channel uh, starting next month, we'll be doing not only uh, shooting straight on, but we'll be adding a top down camera uh, with some cool mats. And we actually added a rainbow uh, knife. You have to check that out because we don't show that knife anywhere else but on the Jay Moore uh, unboxing channel. And so we literally show you our, our amazing rainbow knife. Uh, it's a hunting knife. And we have this great mat and a camera. So we give you a top-down approach of the product, not just like a front view of the product. And, um, you know, the iPhone 13 is said to have be the same size as the iPhone 12 model. This is, this is what they're saying. Um, you know, you have different things, which we saw in 13, like the system-wide dark mode, revamped photo app, new photo editing interface, uh, signing with Apple, location data limits, uh, looking around maps, new reminders, things like that. Um, you know, and um, in the iOS 14 version, we went to compatibility to run iOS 13, home screen, new app library, app clips, uh, no full screen calls anymore. Uh, privacy enhancement, translate app, cycling, and EV routes. So, you know, that was kind of neat. But people are saying, John, you know, what features will be on the iPhone, you know, um, 13? And that's a, a million-dollar question. You know, Apple really doesn't tell us a lot. But yeah. the thing about it is that Apple uh, is supposedly going to be, again, this is speculated, but usually it leaks and we can figure it out. Uh, the iPhone 13 is supposed to come out at their that their next virtual conference, which is going to be in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be interesting. And the rumors are suggest that Apple will unveil the iPhone uh, with camera improvements, faster chips, uh, a smaller notch that you can get into. And um, they're thinking maybe uh, under display touch ID. That's interesting. Yeah, that is. Because we had the eye for a while, right? The face? Yeah. They're bringing the touch possibly back. Isn't that something? I think a lot of people thought the touch was a pain in the rear end. Not even the face. You know, there there, there has to be some type of – if it's not been approved, I I don't see why you would want to to bring it back Uh, because people gotten kind of accustomed to the face recognition. Uh, So – I have. You just have to get used to it, and you have to press the button on the side yeah. of the of the um, of of the phone. And one of the newest right. things coming out now is you probably know about the new cards, the new um, you know smart uh, debit and credit cards. You could just tap to pay. We've heard about it, but they're becoming more prevalent now. And the reason is is because many banks didn't want to issue your credit card or your debit card or bank card because mm-hmm. it would cost them money unless you really wanted one or you lost it, they were just letting you use the same card to expired. Well, a lot of my cards are expiring next month, so guess what I got? I got new cards with um, the touch feature. But a lot of places you go don't have this properly enabled. I went to um, a merchant the other day, and I used my card to tap and pay, and it that was it. I didn't ask you for a pin. I went to another place and asked for a pin. Now, I think it should ask for the pin because if somebody stole that card from me, they could just tap mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even know they did it. Right. I definitely so, agree. Yeah. So I think it's good what they're doing, but we've got to be concerned. So Apple's next event is just around the corner. And of course, there isn't any you know word officially from Apple, quote unquote, uh, which is par for the course. So they're saying the September fall event, and we're also possibly going to get a glimpse, Marcus, of the ninth generation iPad um, later that week when that's they gonna, release the phone. Yeah, that's going to be so cool. It, it, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting. Um, but speaking about new technology, um, the thing that I, I want to bring to your attention is imagine an Xbox, okay, Series X controller. Now catch this. Made out of solid gold. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So there's a YouTuber 
who created a solid gold Xbox Series X controller that acts as a functioning gamepad, but costs thousands of dollars to manufacture. Uh, gamers looking for the most expensive video game accessory might be in luck, as the YouTuber has created a solid gold Xbox Series X controller, which is fully functional. And uh, how much do you think it costs them to develop this puppy? Not selling. How much do you think it costs them to, to develop it and make it? Oh, man. You know, if I, if I had to be a, a guy who was going to walk into the grocery store and, and thinking <laughs> I was going to buy, you know, uh, something for a dollar, that would be crazy to, to think that this was under, you know, um, anything less than what a Gucci scarf costs. And what's the cost of that now? Oh, yeah, you get those about, about $1,000 and up. You know, okay, so. so let me let me let you sit back. You may want to have a have a, a second uh, drink. Uh, the development cost, not the selling cost, is just under a hundred grand at eighty thousand. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> that's the development cost. Okay, yeah. so it's a unique gamepad, uh, and it's a twenty-four karat gold-plated, gold-plated PlayStation Five console, um, and uh, it's being sold to gamers. You ready? Oh, yeah, ready for, for just it. a measly ten thousand dollars plus oh. tax. Oh, we got a new down payment on the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing is, Marcus, this was actually designed not for the reason you think. It was really designed to boost the popularity, or not really the popularity, but I would say, uh, really just show people how successful this guy is on youtube uh okay. so that was the whole thing and maybe you know but the person uh if you want to know who you know who who made the uh the, the gold uh xbox uh you'll probably will recognize the name when, when, when i tell you his name uh but who made the, the gold xbox controller well this is a very famous uh youtuber he's been out for a while he has a a whole company in fact he's called the linus tech tips uh, YouTube channel that was constructed, the Xbox controller, and he really did this um, to, I'm going to say show off. He didn't do it to make money. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess rightfully so, because it, it definitely earned him some, some, some great press here. And, and But he um, had brownie points before this. He didn't need that. Yeah, he didn't really need it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's definitely quite impressive and you know and it's um I, I, for for what is what it uh worthify I think it uh the resale value of this thing you know um down the line is going to be you know just you know off the wall uh it, exactly it's it's going to be pretty amazing because you know I'm waiting for them to sign it and actually put numbers on it like they do with the Derek Jeter or the baseballs yeah. or the or the footballs or uh the bats right uh so everybody kind of wins in the long run at least right exactly <laughs> but speaking about winning uh that brings us to our sponsor everyone wins foundation so uh at the everyone wins foundation um they give both the recipient and the donor the tools so that everyone wins just like in this uh little game um as a charity uh they have an online fundraising platform that provides the exposure needed to promote your story to the world. Best of all, Marcus, it is free to register and start raising funds. Now, unlike many other online platforms, which you and I have heard of before, Everyone Wins does not forward any money to our recipients. Only products and services predetermined on a recipient's charity registry wish list. So their donors know exactly how their generous donation is being spent. Accountability and transparency, I believe, is what sets Everyone Wins Foundation uh, apart from everyone else. So um, check out um, Everyone Wins. Uh, be a part of Everyone Wins. And you can visit them online at the word E-V-E-R-Y, the number one, W-I-N-S.org. That's everyonewins.org. I think I'm going to do that, Marcus. This sounds pretty neat. I'm going to definitely give this a try. Definitely sign me up. It's, you know, that's that's a great cause. You know, they're doing some great things over there. Absolutely. And thank you again for your support. So, you know, Marcus, when we're talking about uh, Xbox, right, 
the rest of the world is probably not going to buy the $10,000 product, at least probably not tomorrow. No. Right? But what if there was an Xbox Series X Halo Infinite Limited Edition console? Hmm. Okay. That is already starting to... Well, it is out. I'm being hypothetical, but it, is. <laughs> it, it, it was actually uh, during the Gamescom 2021, for those of you that are gamers, Microsoft unveiled this new limited edition Xbox Series X bundle with the striking Halo Infinite design and matching controller, and it cost just 550 bucks. And you can pre-order the new Halo Infinite Xbox X bundle um, as they've gone live at the Microsoft Store and Target, but... Of course, you know, it didn't take long for them to sell out. So they're not there anymore. However, um, there was a person from Walmart uh, that confirmed to CNET that they're going to have uh, a drop at 5.30 p.m. or 8.30 p.m., um, you know, coming up. So the placeholder listing is uh, already live and uh, being ready on the listing at the time as stock is bound to sell it extremely fast. So... This is something that I guess people are going to want to start buying now for their Christmas lists or their Hanukkah lists uh, early because this is not something you're going to go get 24 hours before Christmas or Hanukkah. Oh, that's not happening. Uh, these lines are going to be wrapped around the corner for this thing. And um, yeah, it's very popular. There's an interesting company, Marcus. I don't know if they're still in business. Now, imagine, you know, we're all very busy, you and I. And we probably don't want to go stand online, do we, for hours? Oh, no, not at all. Imagine this. You're in line, right? And then you use your phone very similar to Uber or, or um, Lyft or what have you. And you text somebody. And then they come and they take your place. Hmm. And you pay them per hour. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtowns Healthcare in Denver. Downtowns Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is yeah. not new. This has been around for a few years, but it's becoming more of a phenomenon, especially with the pandemic. People don't want to stand in long lines. Yeah. But they'll pay somebody else to do it. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's uh, I, I, I would say that I, I think that's becoming more worth it now. There's value in that. And speaking about, you know, the pandemic, uh, you may or may not have heard but um, the third booster shot is out. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, that's being rolled out now. And, you know, and I think uh, they've recommending after about six to eight months now that, that you, you know, go and get your booster. Yeah, exactly. So uh, people can get their third um, shot of, of, um, of, the, of the vaccine. And, uh, you know, you could check with your with your actual, um, you know, manufacturer of which drug you took. Uh, for example, the, uh, you know, Moderna, I believe, needed to get it in about, I think it was like around six or eight. And I think um, Pfizer's was a little longer. It might have been like eight to ten. So you can check with them, but uh, you have to apply online and... Um, they're saying that this is really going to help with the um, the different strains that are coming in, you know, yeah. the Delta variant. And so they're also believing that you're probably going to need to have this shot every year. But here's the interesting part that I think is really um, cool. People are never going to have to pay for this directly. The government's going to pay for this forever. But, you know, you and I are paying for it indirectly. It's coming out of our yeah. taxes. Oh, yeah. So don't worry about your health insurance because we're going to cover you through your COVID shots and everything for your life. So don't worry about it. 
you 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 need to have it for your heart attack or other challenges you have, but or cancer, but you know, but but don't worry about the COVID. We got you there. We got you covered. Yeah, it just seems pretty <laughs> odd to me that, like, you know, we will rule out so many other things that's, you know, um, factors into, you know, keeping us healthy. And, you know, and I, I just don't understand our logic sometimes. As, as a, I, I don't either. And, you know, everyone's so worried about isolation here and there. Well, work from home isolation has really started to take a toll on many uh, with the Delta variant and, uh, you know, getting people uh, befuddled about returning to the office. Many companies out there are still, Marcus, as we heard, delaying the reopenings. Yeah. And some are thankful for this extra time at home. It's really sending some to a asylum <laughs> yeah. because they can't stand being at home anymore. They want to go back to the office. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it, it is a challenge. And I think it's interesting that, you know, people are working from home. And I think it's great that they are having... As I said before, there's a hybrid workforce. Mm -hmm. Some people um, are going back. Some people are staying home. And they're giving them a choice in some cases. But a lot of the smaller companies, Marcus, can't afford to do this. No. Uh, and, and, you know, even in our own uh, office uh, suite building here, you know, we, we're starting to see a lot of sm smaller businesses come back and, uh, you know, and, and just fight it out. And, and you know, it, at some point, you know, they're going to have to make a decision, you know, and if, and if we're going to sacrifice people with mental health, it's it's not going to be, you know, a very wise choice to do. Exactly. And uh, another little uh, turn in the picture here is that remote working um, is growing. And the number of employees for offices are delaying, as we said, but Companies and other places like New York Times survey found that 31% of the workers would prefer to work from home full time, while 45% wanted to be in a workplace or an office full time. Yeah, and 24% of the people want to split the time between work and home. I don't have a problem with them working from home if they're doing a customer service job or something like that. My challenge is if the company's technology is not up to the right standard, the service is horrible. I was calling a place before and I said, I know it's not my phone. I can hear you. You know, you can. It's my phone works fine. So, and then they're laughing. I said, no, I said, your technology is inferior that your company's using. Yeah, I have experienced that quite a lot, you know, uh, throughout the whole entire pandemic. Uh, these um, v VOIP phones are just horrible. Well, we have IP phones too, but I have to tell you, it's not the IP phones. It's the technology you get what you pay for. That's what it comes down to. You can buy crap. You know? <laughs> and you can buy great voice. So, I mean, we've had voice over IP technology for over four years, and it works really well. So somebody said to me, oh, it's your phone. No, it's not my phone. It's your phone. <laughs> well, it's your cell phone. Well, I'm on a landline. Oh, well, uh, how many bars do you have? Oh, well, I don't really have any bars. Where are you? Well, I'm using a connection through my main office, which is routed back through some other office, and that comes back to me, and people don't like know what they're doing the people that are using it the people they're setting up so it's so it's a big big problem and i think it's going to continue to grow yeah um yeah I, I i can't see it improving at this point uh unless um you know someone is willing to just start making the sacrifices and it, forking over the money to to upgrade i mean more places i go to uh marcus you know, they uh, big name realtors are selling buildings for 30, 40, 50 million, and they're moving into smaller places. And I have to tell you that I'm sensing a lot of these small mom and pops or maybe even the bigger companies uh, that they're going to be getting out of the real estate market. Because I feel that if you don't have what it takes to keep someone, you're not going to be around. Right. And so, you know, when you're a landlord that 
basically doesn't want to work with people. I think that's a problem. You know, and, and then a lot of these landlords, Marcus, they have egos. Yeah. Egos out the yin-yang, you know. I remember when we were putting a, um, a sign on our door, we went four months to get a sign approved. And after the sign was approved and everything matched correctly, we got a letter sent back to us telling us that uh, we approve your sign with one caveat. It was a two-page letter. It said, we approve the sign, land approves the sign, with the understanding that you must remove the decorations prior to your exiting of tenancy. Okay, no big deal. And if the color of the window should change or not be the same uh, opacity as when you moved in, you'll be required to remedy the situation or replace the door. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. We're putting a piece of freaking vinyl on a window. How is that going to change the opacity of glass? <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't think sometimes they even know what, what their terms mean, you know. Um, and I think they just take the, the whole lowered part of the landlord, um, you know, to the max. Yeah. And I know one time I said to the person, I said, you know, I said, this doesn't even make sense. Oh, John, they do that with everybody. Are you serious? Oh, you don't take it personally. I'm not. It's just ridiculous. You've actually taught me that when I become a landlord, which I'm planning to do in a few years and own a building, I'm never going to treat people like this. Like, this is insane. Yeah. And I find that the larger the ego, the more they think they can get away with. Definitely. And they feel they can just crack the whip or do whatever they want, or you can get out, basically. Okay. Which is a terrible, terrible um, philosophy. But I bring this to your attention because the business world is changing from going to on-site to hybrid to all these different things, right? But what it comes down to is that even big publicly traded companies – can't get people that even had to read an email. When you have to send screenshots and shares and something that's like something a two-year-old could understand, <laughs> I think they got the wrong person in the job. Yeah. Right? And that's a problem. And I feel that a lot of companies out there today are not getting the chance to do what they need to do because they're going through all these little mazes, Marcus. Yeah. And I told one person one time, I said, well, maybe you have time to go through this nonsense, but we're busy. And if you want us to do this, would you do me a favor? Would you call us during our non-revenue generating time, which is after six? Between six and eight the next morning, why don't you give us a call when we're not making money? <laughs> and they laughed at me. And I'm like, I, I, I just can't. Uh, but the last thing I have to share with you, uh, last story, really important story. I was on, uh, you know, I streamed to LinkedIn every night. And, um, well, there was a comment. Somebody posted something about, uh, not related to my show, but... They posted because somebody was, they're making all these connection requests. And I came back and said, you know, LinkedIn is meant to be used in a different way. Too many people abuse LinkedIn and think that connecting with others is a right. It's not. It's a privilege. Right. Out of hundreds of people, several hundred liked my comment. Two mm -hmm. snickering people had comments back. You need to chill. No, you need to realize that I don't spend time with people that are not high caliber. Another person came back to me and said, um, 
Well, you know, you really just need to take it easy a little bit. Why do I need to take it easy? Then another person said to me, well, you know, it's everybody's right. I said, yeah, I said, and that's why LinkedIn needs to enforce this so people like you could be blocked. I said, it's up to me. I think LinkedIn shouldn't be free. They should charge everyone. So we'll get rid of all those people that are trying to milk the system. Lay says, she says, well, I could do whatever I want. I said, yeah, until your account gets blocked. I said, keep doing what you're doing and you'll be blocked permanently very soon. They don't realize, I had a lady, it was uh, about a month ago, and I had, I don't know, quite a few thousand people that had commented on my video. It was okay. a post. And she said to me, um, she said to me, oh, this, 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 this advice is so amazing. Like, really great. And by the way, I'm such and such. Okay, fine. No big deal. Then she says, I'm a five-star realtor in the area. Okay, fine. Not a big deal. And I have three houses for sale. One is on this street. One is on this street. And she posted the pictures of the houses. <laughs> I then went back. I didn't say a word to her. I didn't say anything. I clicked anonymous report to LinkedIn. Two minutes wow. later, I got an email back. Dear Mr. Morley, thank you for taking the time to report a possible violation to our terms and service. We will immediately investigate this. If it does indeed violate our terms and service of conditions, we will immediately remove the post and deal with the person directly and consequences will result. Okay, fine. Next morning, not even 24 hours, I got an email back. Dear Mr. Morley, thank you once again for reporting the violation of such and such on your account anonymously. You can be rest assured that your comment was not made public and we did indeed investigate the situation and found that such and such was definitely in violation of the LinkedIn terms and service conditions. Therefore, we have already removed the comment from your blog and we have taken direct action where she'll be suffering consequences for her actions. Wow. <laughs> I was like blown out of the water. The yeah. lady is like gone now. And I don't even know if she's going to ever be brought back to LinkedIn. <laughs> but all I told people is you don't want to play with LinkedIn. All these companies that come out, Marcus, and say, oh, you know, I got this great thing. You can use this autopilot and, you know, we'll send you so many messages. Yeah, keep doing that. Your company's going to be out of business. And the people right. that are making that software, they're going to be shut down too eventually. Oh, yeah. I, I really, I really hate that software. It, it's, it's really annoying and um, it, it's really taken away from genuine conversations and genuine connections. You know, so it's it's just terrible. Yeah. That's the challenge. And, you know, I even called one of the owners of those companies. And I said to him, I said, you know, there's a hundred connection requests limit. on. Oh, yeah, we can get around that. We can do free messages. I said, you're just teaching people spam. No, no, we're helping people connect. And when this other lady got back to me on LinkedIn, she says, well, it's our choice to use it however we want. I said, yeah, as long as you don't violate the terms and service conditions. Mm -hmm. She said, let me use it the way I want and mind your own business. Three people got huffy out of a few hundred. Not terrible. But that just goes to show you the quality and caliber of level of people that are on there. There's some good people. All those people were cheering and cheering and cheering and cheering. But three people were like, you need to really take a chill or you really need to relax. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they understand what reputation means. And how you can damage your reputation, Marcus, in the fraction of a second. You could take month, days, months, years to build it and then destroy it just like that. Yeah, that, that's so true. You know, you really alluding to something, you know, that uh, really need to be brought to the surface and and people need to, like, take it at face value and, you know, and, and not move away from from, you know, from these old. Uh, these are these are old, like, you know, courtesy, courtesy, common courtesy. It's it's yeah, like yeah. common sense and common common sense and courtesy. It's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, yes. When these people were born, they must have been on the lunch line instead of the exactly. common courtesy and, and, and the common sense line. Yeah. 
But it, it, it's, you know, it, it, it's sad. Then I had a national guy who's a very large salesperson all around the world. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to him and I said, I'll just call him Jim. That's not his name. I said, Jim, I wanted to give you some advice. You have some amazing content. However, your techniques in the way you approached me and other people are below the belt. Okay. You're coming off as a salesperson a bad salesperson because you're trying to pitch people comes back to me says oh thanks for the advice and that's the lady comes back and she says well you know she's everybody has their right to do whatever they want and if we want to pitch people we can and if you want to not get blocked well just don't hold your breath because they get enough reports five i don't know yous will block you for your first 24 hours Five, yeah. I don't know use. Okay. And I think people don't realize those consequences. I had a great show last night and I told people this. Do what Dale Carnegie says. You all know Dale Carnegie. How to yeah. win friends and influence people. Amazing course, amazing book. He said two great things. People want to hear the sound of their name and hear it said properly. So don't botch their beautiful name up. Ask them to say right. it if you can't pronounce it. And the second thing he said is strive to become genuinely interested in the other person. You don't matter. I don't matter. Let the other person. And, you know, when you go to a networking event, you go somewhere. If you're pushing, oh, I do this, I do that. Or, hey, it was great to meet you. What brought you here? Don't get right into the into shop. Get to know the person a little bit, you know? I mean, like, and you can tell the people that are trying to push you. You can just yeah. tell. And these people generally, like, will either block you or they want to move away from you. Mm -hmm. You'll get some people that will want to stick to you because they want to absorb the followers you have. And those I wind up blocking, too, because it's reputation. I think people just think it's like throwing everything to the wall, Marcus, and yeah. some's going to stick. And if I get a nice sale, well, don't worry about the mess. But that reputation is so priceless. So people would, if they would just take the time to understand, that's really, you know, what it's about. I don't know why people are so zealous to want to make the sale. And it shows, Marcus. It comes right through their body language. It comes right through their words, you know? And uh, I know, one guy said to me, he says, you know, your videos don't sell anything. Said, well, they're not supposed to. Well, that's what you're doing wrong. You need to be pushing people. I said, no. I said, I offer value in my videos. Yeah, that's your problem. No, that's not my problem. <laughs> That's what people like. They like that information. They want value. Well, we are at the top of another show. And uh, before we do uh, sign off, I definitely do want to thank our great sponsor, uh, Everyone Wins Foundation. So, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, you, know, you are looking to, um, to help uh, fundraise uh, for a charity and you don't want to deal with money and you know, create a wish list, well, reach out to everyonewins.org and um, and just check out their platform. After all, Marcus, it's free, so you have nothing to lose. I know as soon as we finish, I'm going to head over there and see what they're about because uh, it's pretty cool. I've never heard anything like this, and the fact that they're a charity uh, just gives me a whole new respect for them. So definitely go check them out. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have some great shows coming up uh, next month, that's September. And in October, we have some great people coming as well, uh, some guests starting in, in October, including a gentleman that wrote a book, How to Kill Remotely. He is a retired uh, colonel uh, in the armed services. Uh, so very interesting things coming up. And listen, if you have an idea for a show, go to jmore.com. Um, I'm proud to announce that in about uh, a week or two, our whole entire process will be automated. And if you would like to become a guest, you can now click on reach out and you can click apply to become a guest. And the whole process is automated, including the vetting process and 
everything that you need to know because you know we really want good quality guests right and we feel that if you can't put the right information in well we're not even going to consider you so the form won't even be submitted into our database if you don't answer all the questions and we do want to see that you've been on at least one or two shows either with a link or something or have done something we, we don't just want to take someone that's never been on a show before so we are going to ask for those links you can add as many as you want and uh, we'll review basically your application. So we have a lot of great stuff. And I encourage you to check out jmore.com. Check out jmore reviews. Um, check out uh, jmore unboxing. Uh, we have some great unboxings uh, coming up. I know uh, this this coming week. We uh, we had a light last week. Uh, this week, I believe, we did some uh, unboxings of a, of a power line uh, review. Uh, how you could extend Ethernet to another part of your home if you know, there's no room, way to get that in there uh, just by plugging two devices, one by your router and one somewhere else in your home. And you can extend that to like eight to 12 different devices in your home really easily. So we have that. And uh, if you're a science fanatic, I invite you to check out my YouTube channel, ENVISION Space Networking, and start learning about what's being done. By the way, we're working on breaking a Guinness World Book record this year. So it is always a pleasure uh, to be with you, Marcus. And I guess we got to say goodbye, don't we? Yes, we do. All right. Well, goodbye, everyone. Have yourself a great weekend. Get out there. Uh, do whatever you need to do to wrap up summer because Labor Day is coming up the next week. And you want to get everything done so you can enjoy a great Labor Day. Get your kids off to school. Maybe just put your feet up on the whatever and just take it easy and actually do nothing. It's nice to do that sometimes, isn't it? Well, have yourself a great week, everyone. I am John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. I'll be back again on another video. But, of course, we'll be back, Marcus and I, on the J. Moore Tech Talk Show. That's next Friday night at 5.30 p.m. And that will be our first, yes, our first Friday, September 3rd. Uh, amazing that that's happening. So definitely go ahead and um, check all that great stuff up out. But remember, come back tomorrow. Uh, on the Transform You uh, Media Network and catch uh, the Jay Moore Podcast Show. What time is that, Marcus? That's 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, so that would be uh, well, 9... 11. 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And for those of you that are on the Pacific uh, wheelhouse, uh, that would be 11... 8 o'clock a.m. So we got you covered all the bases. And it's great because you can listen to it while you're in the car and, uh, you know, get those nuggets. We got lots of information for you. We're just getting started. Have yourself a great weekend and we will be back next week. But come tomorrow and check out our latest podcast. Bye, everyone. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.